I think segmentation is incredibly important. It's, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And, you know, with that in mind, I, I recommend, you know, to everyone on my team and all the clients that I work with, you know, to segment the data at the very start at the outset to ensure that it can be broken out later because you can always break out well-segmented data, but you can't really create segments where, where none exist. But then you think about the social landscape. The research and data is hugely significant. When we combine all of these different touch points. Build that long-term loyalty. And then diving into the clicks to leads to sales. It's gotten to a point where it can drive better results than audience targeting. And really is what's going to set you apart. You're tuning in. You're tuning in. You're tuning in to the How Agencies Thrive podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the Education and Development Manager at Stack Adapt, and welcome to this bonus episode of the How Agencies Thrive podcast. Today, the topic of choice is marketing data, and mainly how to decipher and leverage powerful information on your campaigns to help you drive success. In this episode, I have Alex Billington from Funnel and Mark Shannon from Stack Adapt to share their expertise on the topic. As always, this bonus episode will be made up of short, rapid-fire questions, but to kick things off, I'll pass the torch to our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves and their experience in the industry. So let's start with you, Alex. Yeah, so uh, a little bit about me. I'm I'm the community growth manager here at Funnel. Uh, we're based in Stockholm and also office in Boston as well. Uh, and we're a marketing data hub that allows uh, that allows marketers to collect all their data from various different platforms, uh, transform it to get it ready for analysis and then send it to wherever they need to, whether that's a data visualization tool or a, or a data warehouse. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy to be here and uh, yeah, hope we're going to have a good conversation. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Alex. Uh, now over to you, Mark, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, so my name is Mark Shannon. I am a senior manager of client services here at Stack Adapt. Um, I've been on the Stack Adapt team for about four years, so I've seen a monumental amount of growth, uh, especially a lot of growth over the last couple of years. Uh, I work very closely with a team of account managers. Uh, really, my mandate is to help empower our team to provide world-class support service and to launch some pretty awesome campaigns. Thanks so much. Um, so as mentioned, a couple rapid-fire questions for everybody. Um, but to start out, just for our listeners who might be unfamiliar with with the concept, um, starting with you, Alex, then we'll go over to you, Mark. Um, let's let's define marketing data. So, how would each of you uh, define this term, marketing data? Uh, yeah, I would say marketing data is what I would call kind of aggregatable information that either could be useful to inform your marketing efforts. Um, but also information that's being created as a result of your marketing efforts. Uh, I have a thing where I sort of say there's data being created at all times all around you, and it's kind of up to you whether you you use it or not. Um, so, so I think uh, in, in a short definition, that's how I would describe marketing data. Awesome. How about you, Mark? Yeah, and I think to, you know, to expand on that a little bit, it informs really what we know about our target audience, our potential users, and this comes through market research by analyzing trends and personas. Um, it can come as the result of previous campaigns or similar market executions. Um, and ultimately, you know, when we're launching campaigns and you know, trying to find out exactly who to target and, and what to do for these executions, um, it's really useful to identify not only who to target, but what to target, when to target, what messages resonate, and so on and so forth. Fantastic. Um, so, so further to that, I think what we could help our listeners understand are, are some of the benefits. So um, what are the largest benefits that both of you have seen 
from leveraging marketing data and and further to that how can this benefit agencies and and help make them more competitive so i mean just to just to sort of give a little bit of background like for me modern marketing now is all about hypothesizing it's about testing and analyzing and learning to basically try and understand like what is driving what what causes this performance to go well what works and doesn't and how can we improve on what we're doing how can we how can we iterate um and then if you if you look at sort of marketing data being the crux of that marketing data is the thing that facilitates you being able to 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 do all of that uh, and for me the benefits i mean all of our customers that are using uh, that are really leveraging their marketing data they're the ones who are striving ahead the the companies that were in early uh, are doing super well with their data but in terms of like how agencies can get um sort of be more competitive i think the big one for me is empowering account managers to be able to work with their data i think some agencies have these sort of what i would call like inflated data teams uh, and the account managers have this kind of request process and they request hey i need this and the clients ask for this can you do it can you can you get me this data can you slice it this way can you pipe it here um, but there are tools out there like ours and others that, that actually can allow and, and empower account managers um, to, to, to work with that data. Because I think at the end of the day, and, and from my time agency side, clients always want their agencies to do more. I don't know what you think, Mark, but they always want more analysis. They want more testing, more results. Like they're never satisfied with like, oh yeah, we're just waiting for the algorithm to, to figure things out. They, they, they want more. And in fact, they even want answers to questions they sort of didn't really know that they had. Um, so I think I would say that clients want that proactivity. They don't want to constantly ask for things. They want to feel taken care of. And I think account managers who are empowered with their data, they can go away and they can perform independent analysis and they can sort of report it back to the client and have this much faster feedback loop with the, with the client. It's sort of less waiting for things, less apologizing to the client. So sorry for the delay and more like, hey, I've just pulled this really cool analysis for you. Uh, you know, what do you think of this? Or have you seen this before? Or, hey, this is what we think is happening with this. This is where we'd like to shift budget, et cetera. I think it's sort of, yeah, empowering account managers to be modern marketers and work you know, with their data, with the, with the client's data, with marketing data. And that's when account managers can kind of go above and beyond and get their own ideas and kind of, yeah, proactively suggest them to the clients. I think that's when you see clients being super happy. Alex, I, I couldn't agree more and I probably couldn't have said it better myself, but I'm, I'm going to try, or at least to try <laughs> to give my version there. Um, but absolutely, you know, empowering our account managers, giving them more actionable insights and, you know, things that they can actually do with the data. Um, it ultimately, you know, if you think about it, time and money are kind of the lifeblood of any business and, and, you know, being able to analyze and understand the marketing data from your campaigns ultimately saves time and money. It provides you with that ability to skip or contract those initial, initial learning stages of a campaign before, you know, the measurable performance is really attained. But even then, once you do have that measurable performance, it gives you a lot of intelligence, you know, that you can then provide to your end user, right? So a lot of the time, you know, for our agencies, the end users are either those those clients um, or, you know, if you're a brand direct, uh, they could either, even be the stakeholders within the organization. Uh, if you can more effectively communicate the impact of your marketing or advertising efforts, um, it helps you to really secure those those future investments with which much with much higher confidence. A really also you know all throughout ensures that you're targeting the right product to the right person at the right time. And and honestly, I'd be remiss to say you know 
this is also super uh, helpful mid campaign as well. You know, one of the, the great things that you mentioned, uh, Alex, is uh, a lot of our clients that they, they want us to be able to act fast and provide those those really useful snippets of information and insights, um, even in the middle of a campaign. So, you know, analyzing this data mid campaign as well allows you to make those on the fly optimizations. Um, whether you know you have a message that isn't resonating or an audience that may not be right for who we're trying to reach, uh, it just really gives us a lot of power there. Fantastic! Thanks, thanks to both of you there. Um, now, moving on to to our next question that we wanted to answer for our listeners is, you know, on the topic of best practices. So, what are some best practices that either of you would recommend when it comes to not only you know, collecting this data, but deciphering this data and making these powerful decisions to to impact your campaigns. Well, Alex, I don't. I, I'm going to start with something and say, you know, I don't know if you would agree, but I think segmentation is incredibly important. Um, I always say, you know, it's it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And you know, with that in mind, I I recommend. You know, to everyone on my team and all the clients that I work with, you know, to segment the data at the very start, at the outset, uh, to ensure that it can be broken out later. Because you can always break out well-segmented data, but you can't really create segments where, where none exist. Um, have you experienced that yourself? Yeah, I, I, if you're referring to sort of uh, yeah, UTM best practices and, and, uh, and different types of segmentation, I think that getting that data... Uh, planning to use that data, even if you're not going to use it, is super important. Don't don't assume you don't need it. Like plan to plan to use it, uh, and then if you don't end up using the segmentation, you don't end up using the granularity that you've created. That's that's definitely fine. But 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 plan to use it for sure. Absolutely. You know, in the Stack App platform, one of the things that I recommend to all of our teams is that you know we break out campaigns by audiences or tactics. Uh, so that you have a lot more control when it comes to reporting and analysis, you know, to, to make those those quick decisions and, and on the fly choices based on how you analyze that marketing data. Um, and it really, you know, gives yourself an opportunity to, to understand that data from the outset than rather than trying to make sense of how it can be broken out and then having to you know, guess afterwards uh, to, based on, on what you think you something was set up as. Yeah, for sure. And I think like, uh, j just just a quick note on data collection, I, I'm going to not get too technical here, because obviously, it's, it's a little bit of our bread and butter as well. And um, but I think the, the big thing for me is, once you once you start collecting, you need to make sure you get it all in the same place. Uh, different words are used centralization, consolidation, uh, collection, whatever, but you need to get it in the same place, so that you can actually start uh, making sense of it. So you can start uh, transform it, preparing it, cleaning it, meshing it—all of those, all of those buzzwords that are kind of related to getting that data to a point where it's actually useful, and not just thousands of rows of data. Because any marketer will be a bit intimidated by just thousands and thousands of rows of data. So yeah, getting into a platform where you can, where you can really do it, and and like for for agencies to kind of like just go back to 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 that sort of point on how do agencies then create this modern marketer, how do they kind of facilitate account managers? I think like, you know, trying to get agencies to kind of move away from these inflated data teams. Uh, so they're not spending too much time on these big requests, kind of lists of requests. Um, and then also training the marketers to become comfortable with that data. And then obviously give them the technology they need to, to kind of explore it. Um, but also, I think 
shift the role of those data teams from like facilitators to strategists themselves, like give them that bigger remit to work on more value add scalable data projects instead of this, like, Hey, can I get this one thing? Yes. It's going to take me this amount of time. I give you back kind of get rid of that backlog and get them working on these big projects where they can go to, to the account teams and say, Hey, we've just done this amazing scalable analysis. That's going to be relevant for you. Here's a program to do it. Here's some code to do it, et cetera, et cetera. So, so I think that's, uh, I think that's um, important when it comes to best practice. Oh, and actually one more, I just thought of, I think it's uh, that I forgot to mention it's uh, to kind of create group analysis time in account managers calendars where they can like just spend time digging into data with no clear objective. This is just like time to explore data and dream up new hypotheses without really worrying too much about deliverables. I think I one of my colleagues referred to it as sort of exploring with data as a compass, um, sort of like no pressure, look through the data, see what you can can kind of dig up. So yeah, that, they're my kind of best practices, I think. Oh, that's a, that's a really great tip. I, I think I'm gonna have to take that one back to my team and encourage them to do that. Um, you know, but on the topic of training where you mentioned, uh, you know, I always say like, don't be afraid to ask questions. There may be, you know, those on our team or on other books of business that, you know, have a good understanding of how to analyze certain sets of data and, and really to determine the meaningfulness of it. And I find that, you know, as account managers, sometimes we miss the forest for the trees. We're, we're, we're so close to everything uh, that, you know, we, we really do have to take that time to step back and, and, and look at the data that we've generated and either, you know, try and find those analyses. Uh, you mentioned, Alex, you know, taking the time to, to really aimlessly kind of wander and, and see what you can find. Um, or to leverage the expertise from those who have worked with that type of data before and, and really, you know, have a, have a quick uh, response there. Another thing, you know, one thing that you mentioned earlier about, you know, iterating, and I know it's an age old, age old mantra that our data science team uses, but test, iterate, repeat. It's something that I, I try and encourage my own team to, to, to really look at because that's really the only way that you can take that scientific method and, and you know, find better performance and find better subsets of data and, and different ways to do things. Awesome. Awesome. So we're, we're just about at the end here. And uh, for, for both of you, I always say with, with this last question, you know, feel free to get as speculative as you'd like to, because what, what I'm interested to know and what I'm, I'm sure our listeners are interested to know is from both of you, um, what, what's an emerging trend in the marketing data space that people should be looking out for in, you know, the coming year? For me, you know, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the whole thing that, you know, I know that I'm going to be served ads regardless of what I do and what, regardless of what trends or, or, you know, policies are happening out there. Um, so for me, I'd much rather those ads have some relevance to my interests. Um, and, you know, despite efforts around limiting or neutralizing data collection, I, I think, you know, we're going to see that it's not going away anytime soon. And in fact, it, it inspires, you know, kind of workarounds. It inspires ways to, to, to really still be able to collect and, and use that marketing data. So, you know, if you look at the, the Stack It App platform, you know, contextual advertising is a big thing. And it has been a big thing for a while. But, you know, things like page context AI lets us serve ads when the content on the page is of the highest highest relevance to those users, regardless of whether or not we know anything about that user prior. Um, and I find, I think that, you know, we're going to see a lot of trends of platforms and, and, and you know, different tools like this, um, really trying to find the best way to reach those audiences. 
um, without always having to rely on all of those signals that we get at, uh, at the very beginning, but kind of the ones that we generate throughout. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. I think uh, I, I'll try and be I'll try and be quick because I know we're nearing the end. But uh, for me, I'll, I'll just I'll just sort of touch on I think this this general switch from lead gen to demand gen. Um, for those who aren't familiar, it's kind of seems like it's it's the it's the big thing that's changing the the kind of performance industry and um, or the growth marketing marketing industry in general. But this sort of switch to a kind of longer, more sustainable look at things versus lead gen where you're paying to create something that turned into a sale or an email or a meeting right away. It's more about kind of creating value. And that that goes for like paid and organic. You know, it's I think agencies will start becoming more kind of strategic partners to in-house teams as well um, and extensions of them so that they can work, share insights and kind of figure out like, okay, what holes do we need to fill? Where, you know, which channels should we use to deliver more value in which stage of the funnel? But not having to necessarily rely on, um, not ha necessarily having to rely on, uh, uh, you know, immediate lead gen and immediate results, and trying to find this balance between kind of short term and and kind of long term sustainable growth. Uh, and I think we're seeing that with like a big shift to brand awareness and people starting to really try to track branded search as well and you know there's a lot of community building going on and yeah etc cetera, etc cetera. and ungating content too i mean people are you know brands companies a lot of what we're seeing in the b2b SaaS space is people want to give now give 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 and then and then build it that way um so yeah i think that that general shift from lead gen to demand gen and if you haven't kind of read a little bit about that and and, and watch some for some videos listen to podcasts i think it's well worth uh, diving into well, Alex and Mark, thanks so much for joining us for this bonus episode. Um, to our listeners, we hope that you took a lot away and we look forward to sharing more helpful tips and tricks in future episodes of the How Agencies Thrive podcast. Thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the How Agencies Thrive podcast. If you like what you heard, then there's three things that you can do to support the show. Number one, subscribe. Number two, leave us a review. And number three, share our podcast on social media or with anyone who might find value in this content. If you have questions or feedback or just want to learn how agencies and brands work with Stackadapt, you can find us at stackadapt.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.